Hi and welcome to the final whistle. This is Deepan, and I'm Kabir. Kabir, a really, really exciting show lined up today. Uh, I had to dig deep for this one, of course. Uh, search the internet, contact a few friends who might know him, and finally, I backed him. Uh, and this is, of course, one of the bona fide legends of the S League. You can't, you can't have a local football show without having someone like him on your episode. Uh, who am I talking about, Kabir? Deepan, our guest today is someone who I've watched play since he came to the S-League. Um, like you said, bona fide legend, when you talk about the greatest foreign talents to ever grace our league, you can't not include him on this list. He started and ended his Singaporean journey with Home United, but he had a short stint with Tampines in between that, but I felt that didn't really work out too well. Even had some beef with, our, with us fans at one point, and, but we'll talk about that later. We're of course talking about Perez de Oliveira. Yes, um, when you look at the S-League, uh, in 2003, he won the S-League Player of the Year and he scored 37 goals that season. Uh, I'm not joking, I'm not lying. You can go online and find the records for that year. 37 goals. Even to say it, it sounds incredible. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Perez. How are you doing? Hi, mate. Thank you very much you know, to get this interview with you there in Singapore. I'm doing well here. I'm fine. And miss you all from Singapore, you know. Can I just say, obrigado. <laughs> obrigado. Is that correct? Oh, obrigado, yes. Obrigado. obrigado. Thank you. Obrigado. Perez, I want to find out, what are you doing now? I mean, uh, are you working Obrig or? Yes, I got a business here in Brazil, you know. Uh, after I came back from Singapore, I got some business. I also, I, uh, I work as an agent as an agent for a few years and still I'm now got to go con uh, a few contacts with some players that I can help going to overseas and I got my own business here in Brazil so. Okay, fantastic. Um, my first question to you, of course, during this interview is how did football start for you? I mean, were you, how did you grow up and, you know, decide that you wanted to play football? We grew up here, you know, watching a lot of very good players, you know, like Ronaldinho Gaúcho, Ronaldo Fenômeno. So, then when I grew up, you know, this, I got a very good motivation, you know, like, oh, I want to be a good player. I want to be like this one. I want to be like this one, you know. And then this is the motivation here in Brazil. In Brazil, every week, uh, every street you go around, you can see the boys playing, the, the kids, you know, playing around. So that's, in Brazil, football is a... Is a Football is a, a big passion you know, here in Brazil. And when I and I was the same. When I was 10, 11 years old, I started playing competitions, you know, like uh, school football. Then this made me motivate to be a player, you know. Then I started to play with 13 years old. And then I went ahead playing till I get in Singapore. <laughs> In Brazil, I got. I'm trying to, to to speak my English because a long time I I don't speak here. You know? Don't so worry. As, as long as we can understand you, it's all good. What about your childhood? Were you brought up in a rich family, or was money a motivation for you in uh, in football? The kids here they got a very very difficult to be a professional player. First, because in Brazil got a lot of very talented players. You know. Hmm. Yeah. Everywhere, like I say, everywhere you go, you can see the talent. And to get there is very hard. And the problem is it that, like I say, the money. It's nobody, it's no, everybody 
get money to, you know, pay bus, uh, take the bus to go to training, come back, you know. So that's the difficulty in Brazil. But now, now the thing is getting better, you know, because everywhere now when the when someone see the good players, good talent, so get a lot of agents, you know, in Brazil now. Mm. It's a long time ago, we didn't have things like that, you know, agents that take the boy now, you know, sent to overseas. In my time, it was very hard, you know, very hard to get that. Now I think to be a soccer player is very easy, man. Very easy. So must have to, must have to play, you know. You, you know what? Like like I say, uh, I mean, what's the matter? You want to be a soccer player, but you don't have talent to be. You understand? Yeah. But in Brazil, Brazil now is getting better to to get a to get a to be a soccer player, you know, a professional player. So so for yourself, I mean, in 2001, you came to Singapore. Um, how did that move come about? You know, I was playing here in Brazil, a very hard competition. In that year, I got a, I met Eguimar Gonçalves, the striker. Yes. You know? Yeah, and he went to the stadium and then he, he watched me playing. He and the coach, the Albert, Albert the Holland coach, is from Holland. That time when I went to Singapore, 2001. He was the one that came here to see to Brazil, and he watched me playing. And then he said, "Oh, we need some. No, we need a player like Perez Oliveira in our team." And then we talked for two, three days, and then he said, "I want to invite you to come." And then I went to Singapore. I didn't know Singapore. I, sorry, but I, I <laughs> like I say, yeah, I didn't have heard about Singapore football, you know. Mm-hmm. But Egimago Sab was one of my friends that he said, Oh, let's go. That is the best place to live. It's a good place to play. And I say, Okay, I enjoy you there. Then I went to Singapore. Yes, so the, the coach that you're talking about is uh, Coach Robert Alberts? Yes, he's the one. Mm. So did he have to convince you, or was it an easy decision for you to go to Singapore? You know, he didn't convince me. He just came to me and say like something like Paris, you know, uh, Singapore is a good place to, to go, to live, to play. And so we are need players like you there, you know, and we got the Brazilians there. It was Guimar Gonçalves, Fabio was the other Brazilian yes. player. I think he's working there until now in Singapore. Yes. Yes, As, yes Fabio is a nice he's a guy. No. He's a good guy. Youthful. Yeah, he's a cool. Yes. And then I say, okay, I go enjoy you there. If you not, know, something like, if I like there, I stay. If not, I come back, no problem. I had to learn, you know, because the football in Brazil is very different from there, you know. Then I say, okay, I try to learn how they, you know, how they move, how they play. How... That's why I think I improved my football. I didn't say I improved my football, but I could show the way I play in Singapore, you know my way to play. That was the best thing. So what was the, the main difference for you uh, between Brazil and Singapore when you first arrived in Singapore? The organization, you know. The organization in Singapore was a very good organization. In Brazil, is it good or so, but sometimes there's a lot of problems, you know, here in Brazil about the organization. Singapore was very, that was the best thing I saw in Singapore was the football organization. 
I think when you so when first you... came to to Singapore in 2001, uh, you managed to score over 20 goals in your first season. Um, does that mean that it was too easy for you when the the moment you came to Singapore? Was it very easy for you to to play in Singapore? Yeah, it was a little bit easy because the football here, like I say, they they play very hard, you know. And something like when you get the ball, you know, here in Brazil, they read very fast what what you want to do. Understand? In Singapore, it was a bit easier. When you know, when they are trying to learn what I want to do, I had done already. You know, something like that it was easier for me mm-hmm. to do to score goals. You know? And was, about the experience that I got here in Brazil, so was it also easy because you had very good teammates? I think you had Ekma, you had Indra. Was it also because you had such good teammates? Yeah, of course. Uh, that in that time. 2001, 2001 till 2003, I think it was I think we we had played with the best, the same the same players, you know, the same same group, and that team, you know, was one of the best team that I played. Uh, Surachai, Suti, you know, Edson Garcia, Egima, so it was a very good team. The the Subemani, Kanda, you know, in that time we could see we could be the the Singaporean selection, you know, let's say that our team was very strong, you know. Yeah, it wasn't easy to, to, to beat us, you know, at that time. So, like you say, it was easier to play also because we got a good players around us, you know. And and at that time, I mean, uh, who were the toughest teams to play against? Uh, I know you said that Home United had a very talented squad, but who were the toughest games against? 2001, I, I think it was Gila. Geelong was the best team to play against, you know, like very strong team. Was Geelong. 2002, FAS. FAS, yeah? SAF, you mean? SAF. South, South, South. Yeah. Yeah. Then I don't remember, I think like 2004, 5, when came the Korean team, the Chinese team, the French team, something like that. At toy, you know, at toy, I don't remember easily. Super Reds, right? At Super Reds. Uh, Beijing, Guan, Sinchi. Yeah, the African team. Uh, Sporting Africa. Sporting Africa, yeah. Yes. So, was, you know, Singaporean, you know, the football became like a, let's say, like World Cup, you know. <laughs> Very classful. <laughs> Uh, other clubs, you know, uh, clubs from other countries. So that year was was a very tough year to play because you know came other clubs from other countries. Understand? Mm. From other countries. That's why it became a very strong. The, the the competition that year became very strong to play, very hard to play. Let's say. And speaking about the World Cup, you actually wanted to play for Singapore, right? Why did you want to play yes, for yes. Singapore? What happened right there? You, you, you know, I didn't understand what happened that year. You know, it was I think 2003. Um, I was play of the year and top scorer. Mm. And 2001, I was selected play of the year too. 2002 and 2003, I get the play of the year and top scorer. And in that year, uh, I think Singapore they want to invite me. No, they invite me to become a Singaporean. Ah, but okay. I think I think was the uh, the age factor. They 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 wrote like 
age factor, something like I was a bit, I was, I think, 28 years old already. So I think they get that I was old already to become a Singaporean football player. <laughs> so they offered you yeah. and then they rejected you or they offered you and then they just no, didn't they, follow up? Was, I, I think they got the idea to, to invite me to become a Singaporean. And then, I don't know, okay. I think they got, they got a meeting or something there and then they say, oh, Paris Oliveira, I think he's a bit, he's just a bit old already to, to become a Singaporean player. Like, I think he only can can help a Singaporean, uh, Singapore, Singapore football, I think only about three or four or five years. Something like that, you know. I think they get this. They, I was old already, you know. I said, oh, okay, no problem. So, but in that time, I, I still, I think I got like six, seven years still to play, you know, for Singapore. And then I, I, I didn't get the, the season. But it's okay, no problem. I think if I got get the season there, I, I was there until now. One thing I want to ask you is, how was uh, life like in Singapore, away from football? I mean, did you enjoy Singapore? Yeah, of course. Uh, the food, the place, the people, you know. The education in Singapore is very, very nice. Uh, you know. So when I went to Singapore, my son was five years old. He was mm. five years old. So... He studied there from uh, 11 years. So he got a very good education in Singapore. You know? And now he's a big, big man now in Brazil. So, but everything that he had learned, he learned in Singapore. And I'm very proud, let's say. Thankful, you know, very thankful for had lived in Singapore, the years that I have lived there. I don't think only about football, you know. Like you say, I I think also about the life that I was living in Singapore and the education that I was uh, giving to my family. And hopefully one day I will be back there. Don't worry. Yes, we hope to see you. We hope to see you here. <laughs> Thank so you. Is your, is your son playing football or he's not in football? No, no, he, he's not in football. Didn't want to play. He got the tattoo of his, you know. He's a tattooist now. Ah, okay, okay. So, so is he the one who, who gave you your tattoo? Yes, he's the one. I think I got like five, six, seven tattoos in my body. All done by <laughs> him? It was made from him. Well, wow. from him. Wow. Yeah, him. Uh, speaking of uh, the Singapore national team, of course, someone who did get to play for Singapore was your friend, Ekma. Uh, why why yes. do you think Ekma didn't do so well with the national team? Do you Do you think there are reasons for that? Yeah, even here in Brazil, you know, we got a lot of players, very good players. When they are playing for their clubs, they play totally different from the national team, you know. Even in yeah. Brazil, so, are you are you so talking about a, are you talking about Fred? Yeah, he's the one. He he, he should be <laughs> one of them, you know. He's the one of them. But it's not only you see Hulk. Hulk, he's playing mm. for Atlético. You know, he got some uh, opportunities to play for national team here in Brazil. But when he get there, you know, he, he didn't play the way that he when he's playing for a clutch, you understand? Yes. It's different. So some players like that, because you see, Egimai, he, he, we got players together for one, two, three years. So playing with the same same team. When you go to national team, it's different 
you know, your teammates is different players, different way to play. So, and then we get a bit hard to play, understand? We don't get the same, like say, the same combination, you know? So, like when you had, when you have, when we are playing for our clubs, understand? It's different. Let's say, play Aisu, T, and Aguima Gonçalves together, mm. and Indra Shadar. One of the best strikes that I see playing in Singapore, Indra Shadandal. Yeah, I'm fond of him, you know. I like him so much. He's a very fast player. He was, huh? Now I don't know. But he was very fast. Yeah, he learned. He's very clever, you know, to score goals. So his finalization was very good. And then you see, the time when I was playing there in Singapore, I, Indra, Egemar, Suji, let's say, and then I go to national team. Uh, and then I will play with two or three players, different players, you know, around them. Among them. So it's different, you know, when you play for national team and when you are playing for your club. That's the difference. And some players, they don't get the same way to play, understand? Then you feel a bit hard to play and get some difficulty to play. What about yourself? For you me, think I mean, that no, for me, everything's very easy now. For me, everything's very easy to, to do. <laughs> you see, uh, when you are going to play against your opponent, you have to learn so how to play with your teammate mm -hmm. when you play together. You have to learn how the way you get the ball. The, you know, you have to learn what he's thinking, you know, your teammate. So it's, it, this makes it easy to play, make you easy to play. Some players are different. They come to play and then when you get the ball, it's just stand and think, so what are you going to do now? And for the ball, you have to learn not about the opponent, but you have to learn, you know, or you have to think, oh, what's my teammate now? What are you going to do now? So I'll give him the best option, you know. I'll give him the best space. The best. That's the thing. When I'm playing, I try to do this. I make ease to you and make to ease to, my, to myself. For myself, understand? That's right. different, the difference from good players. Wonderful to hear some insights from you, Perez. Just want to check, um, when you were playing, of course, with this talented Home United team, um, of course, you say that it was a talented squad in 2001, 2002 and 2003. But it was 2003 when you won the S-League title. What was the difference between 2003 and the other years before that? Tipan, I tell you what's the difference. It's 37 goals. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, uh, 2001, 2002, 2003, we got, you know, like, it's not only about me, like, the player that could score goals, but we got Egimar Gonçalves, Indra Shadam. So, very good players you know, very good strikers, easy also to score goals. And when I came, you know, in 2001, I came like, you know, let's say the waiter, just passing the ball to my strikers to score goals, like Indra, and then, and also scoring my goals, my, my goals, you know, my own goals. But so in 2003, two was the same way. And three, you know, 2003, I think I got like, oh man, I think, Sometimes I got the chance to score the goals, but then I passed the ball. I had to pass the ball. So I tried to do by myself, you know. That's why I scored too many goals. And for me, it was very easy to score. The way, I, I mean, I don't know why. 
sometimes, you know, when I when I was getting the ball, you know, I knew already, like, oh man, this, no way, I'm I'm going to score now. And then I took, I score, no way. So you understand? <laughs> I just tried to do by myself. Uh, that's why I think I score, I, I score too many goals in that year, 2003. In but 2003, your your coach was no longer Robert Alberts, right? Yes, and then came Steve Darby. Steve Darby, um, yes. Steve Darby, one of the best coaches that I had worked with, so, together. You know, it, it very easy to work with him. You know? He he is the guy like he make you comfortable. You know, he just sometimes in the dressing room. He just many times. Sometimes I was like you know thinking, man, he come on, hey Perez, what what are you doing, man? What's happened to you? No, oh, I'm okay, coach. And then say, Paris, I don't want a problem. I just want to get in the field and play your football. That's what I wanted to do. And they say, okay, thank you very much. <laughs> Let me go. You know, he, he may, yeah, very, he is not the kind of coach that, you know, always is asking you, do this, do that, blah, blah, blah. You know, you just come and say, Paris, you know what to do. Just get in there and do your best. Then I do my best, you know. And help my friend, my, my, my teammates. So I was thinking about me when I scored the goals, you know, but 2003. But of course, my friends, they helped me a lot, you know, my teammates like Indra, Igimar, Suki, Surachai. Oh man, they helped me a lot scoring goals. Because sometimes, you know, they just give me the pass and then boom, score. That's why I thought I scored too many goals in 2003. When when you were scoring so many goals in 2003, of course, you finished with 37 goals. But right behind you, not so far away, was Alexander Durich uh, with 32 goals. Were you were you someone who, after your game ends, you want to check uh, Geelang scores to see if Durich got, uh, had scored or not? Like, were you someone like that? Do you go and check, hey, did Durich score today? Uh, did uh, Ekma score? Like, were you like that? Did, were you concerned about your <laughs> other strikers? You know, I, I didn't used to do that, but... I knew that time I and Alex Durek, we got Durek, we got a very big challenge, you know, to be a top scorer. And sometimes I remember after the games, you know, in the dressing room, and then some of the players they came to me and say, "Hey, Perez, you know, Durek, he didn't score last game, you know." I say, "Oh, <laughs> you know," and then so. <laughs> You know, but some games, you know, after the game, we had to dress room. Hey, Paris, you know, Alex Duluc scored two, two goals today. Huh? But he, uh, two goals. Huh? Uh, no problem. Next game, I will score three. <laughs> but it was very good, very good, very big, uh, let's say, very hard, uh, very good challenge, you know. I and Duluc getting to be a top scorer in 2003 was very nice. He's a nice guy also, Duluc. I like him so much. Give a hug to him when you see him there. <laughs> yes, of course. I will send my, my regards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Perez, what, what do you do with your 2003 um, Player of the Year Award and your Golden Boot Award? Where is it? Do you keep it in a good place at home? Yes, yes. It's here in my home. I don't know where, but it's there. I don't know where, but it's there. <laughs> it's too many things to keep, you know. Kabir, uh, I know uh, Perez, by the way, Kabir is a big Tampanese fan. Uh, I will leave him to ask you the next question. It's okay. 
Whereas, you know, I what I remember the, my biggest memory of you is that game, um, Tampines versus Home United. What? Yeah, I mean, do, do you remember? I'm playing for, I'm you playing were playing for, for Home United. You were playing for uh. Home United. <laughs> so when you scored <laughs> that last remember. minute goal, when you scored the last I minute do. goal, you showed all of us the fans your middle finger. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember that? <laughs> No, no, I don't, I don't, I don't remember that. You don't remember that? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. Was too much go, too many goals, you know. I, I got no idea. I don't know. I think I was very young, you know. When I say that, when I did that, I think I was. I don't know why. But to to be remember. fair, to be fair, that game, and, so, the fans were giving you a lot of shit. The fans were were on your backs. I tell you why, because the the, the Japanese fans, they they. They knew that when I was coming, when I, I was coming to play against companies, they knew that oh Paris Oliveira is coming, man. You know, in that time I was scoring a lot of goals. And then then oh, it's normal, you know, for the, the fans. Uh, uh, say, like, how I say, um, being like that, you know, uh, the way that they are, Paris Oliveira, I say, you know. But so the best thing that uh, I did was in the field. Getting there and scoring my goals, and then then I could show like that's me, Perez Oliveira. No, it doesn't matter what you say, why you you know. Uh, I am like that, you know. But I like Tampanese, so I enjoyed that playing that in Tampanese. It was very hard to play against home that time when I went to Tampanese roles and I signed with them. How, how did that how did that move to Tampanese happen? <clears throat> you see, uh that year when I went to Tampanese Rovers, you know, uh, I get a very big loss uh, because I lost my, my, my youngest brother that year. Mm. Uh, he passed away in that year, 2006, past 2006. And that year, oh man, it was very hard for me to play. And I couldn't come to, see, to Brazil, you know, blah, 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 to see the... And so I kept myself, you know, a lot of feelings, you know, and sometimes that that feeling is I, I got in the field. So I, I brought to the field, you know, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't think out of my, from my mind. And then that year for me was the worst year that playing the ball, you know. It's not because I was in Singapore, but the thing that happened, you know, uh, yeah. losing my brother. That year, but Singaporean fans, you know, I mean, the Tampanese fans, they, they didn't know about it, you know. I think even you don't know, you see, many people in Singapore, they don't know. They, and in that year, I lost my brother. So it was the best, the worst year that I played football in my life. It was in 2006, playing for Tampanese Rose. I, I, I say to myself many times, I'm going back to Brazil. Can't play the more anymore. But and then I, uh, in that year, I still got two years of contract. So as a professional, you know, I say, no, better I stay. That's what right. happened in 2006. That explains why the season didn't go so well at Tampines. But what, how, how did the move from Home United to Tampines happen? Right? Because you were, you were performing at Home United. You were also, were you captain at the time? At Home United, and then you moved to. Tampa. I don't remember. No, I, I wasn't the captain. 
but I wasn't one of them. You, know? mm. <laughs> you see, uh, the difference play for home, you know, for home and I, because home, you know, uh, I felt uh, I felt like home and I was my house, you know, mm. like I was in my house doing something, cooking something, and home and I was like that, you know, when I when I reached there, the, the players, the the directors, the you know. Everybody, everybody there. So we were like a family, you know, playing for home and I. When I left, you know, it was very hard to left home and I. So it wasn't easy for me to play for other club. That's why I, I, I came back to home again after two years playing for Japanese Wars. You know. It was something like, oh, I'm getting back home, you know, to my house. You understand? Because we we were like the family there, you know. Mm. Everything is easy to do to play. That was the difference. And I felt like you know, I felt like also playing for companies when I get there. Um, I think they look me different, you know, They're different way. You understand? Oh, Paris Oliveira is coming. He's from home. I think they, they some of them, you know, they look me like opponent. You know, even play for the same team. Mm. You understand what I mean? Yeah. Something like you know, I, I wasn't, uh, I didn't make part of the family, you know. I was Who there. For, oh, I, Come on, you can tell me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It's something I tell you, it's something like jealous, you know, jealous. Mm -hmm. Some, okay. The way that I was treated there, you know, I, I, I could feel um, looking to a few players, the way that they, they look me, they, they, they Look me walking, playing, you know, and then some of them they got a bit jealous, you know. What I mean, jealous of mm. Paris, you know, always playing for home and right now he's here, blah 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 blah. blah. So something like uh, it's not comfortable, you know. It wasn't comfortable to me to play there, you know, among them because of that. Also, was a one of the the difficulties that I had there was that. One that my brother passed away, and the way that the players, I don't know, it's different. You know? But so, as a professional, as a player, I every game, I I I was trying to do my best, understand? In every game, yeah. so I didn't get like, oh, uh, I can't play today, you know, because some players look me like this, look like that, yeah. so. I don't care. I don't care. I, I just I just want to get in there and try my best and help the companies to win the game. Understand? But it's, I think this is happening everywhere. It's not only football. What about the coach? At the time, Borawan was the coach. How was he as compared to maybe no, Steve Davi? No, he's very, very good player, very good coach. He was uh, relaxed, you know, the way that he talked, you know, very patient. Understand? I think sometimes he also trying to pass to talk to the players what he wants to feel. But you know, I think he's a good player. He's he very he, he one of also the best coach that I had days before. Mm. He's okay, good player, good coach. I, I mean, very good coach. So Perez, uh, when did you decide to you know go back to home United? I mean, was it you who went to the club and said, "Take me back," or? Did Home United call you and say, Perez, I think you, you should come back? In that time when my contract was going to, to finish, 
you know, and then home right, they invite me to come back, you know, and Surachai was working there at that time. And Surachai was one of the, the, the directors. I don't know, he was working there as a, a stage coach or something like that. And then he came to me and said, Paris, come back to home right, you know, uh, we need a player. We still need a player like you there. You are a very experienced player. You know the, the Singaporean league, the way I say, okay, man, for me, okay. Like I say, home is my house. It's like I was in my house doing something. So I will be back, no problem. And then I get back, you know. But you see, I think it was 2010. I, I get a big, big problem there, you know, the Korean coach, mm. you know, when the home and I sign a Korean coach. I came back later for my holiday. I was in Brazil. Then I, when I get there, I remember. I arrived then. The next day I was playing already against Gaylan. You know, a friendly game against Gaylan. And he was there. But in the end, you know, it didn't work. Like, we didn't, you know, our connection wasn't good. Because, you know, that's why... I know you didn't ask uh, you didn't ask me that, that question, but I'm saying here. And then that year that I I put in my mind something like, oh man, I'm leaving Singapore. I can't stay here anymore. Even one week I can't stay here. You know, when this Korean coach came to Singapore, I couldn't get him, you know. The way that he he was talking to the players, the way that he treated everyone, you know, something like let's say, like a prison break. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is a Coach Lee Lim Crazy. thing you're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then I went to my directors, you know, mm. the club directors and say, man, I can't play here anymore. Uh, but why? Why? I got no connection with this, this coach. You know? I don't know what I say. I don't know what I mean. I don't know what I want. He came to the players. He, you know, sometimes you say something like, hey, I heard he's saying with a few players, hey, you get there, I'll give you 20 minutes, you know. If you don't do what I want, I take you back, <laughs> I take you out. <laughs> you see, that's no way, you know, how to work like that. Mm. I, I, and then I, I couldn't get, you know, and say, oh, I am leaving. Then I came back. There was but it's okay, like it's happened. Yeah? There was some headline Sorry? at the time saying that you were you did not come for training, you were AWOL. Yes. I wore, yeah, I wore. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not actually happening. You know? I came to the directors, home and directors, and uh, mm. we got a meeting there, you know? and then I spoke to them and said, you know, I can't get these, I you know, I can't stay here like that. You know? So better I stay at home. Uh, stay in my house. I don't want to come anymore for training because I don't understand what he's talking, what he's talking about, what he wants. So, and then I stopped training, you know, see. And then I remember I, 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 I trained two or three weeks, you know, separate of the players. I was like hmm. training alone, you know, training alone, doing my fitness, you know, working alone. And, but then I say, okay, Jim, I will. I came to the club directors and say, "Man, let me go. Let me go home to Brazil. I can stay here." And then we just. I finished my contract, you know, and I came. By that year, you know, few clubs 
three or four clubs, they want me to come back, you know. They call me many times, Paris, come back, come back. And I didn't get back to Singapore, you know why? Because my daughter, Carol, Carol, he born there in Singapore. And I didn't have the, uh, I would say, the authorization of her mother, you know, the papers. Um, in that time, I was need the, the authorization uh, from her mother to get back to Singapore. And she was in Portugal. Mm. And, I, and then I tried to get the authorization for one month, two months, and then I didn't get. Otherwise, I, I would get back, you know. I, was, I got three, three or four clubs inviting me to come back, to come back, to get back to Singapore. That was the reason that I didn't, I didn't get back to Singapore in that year. And at the time, I think. At the time, your assistant, assistant coach at Home United was your ex-teammate, Subramani, right? Yes. When this whole thing happened, what do you tell him? Do you maybe tell him I don't want to play here anymore because you were you you guys I understood what I did. Right? You see, uh, you see, I didn't tell him anything. I tell you why, because a lot of players they knew what's what what's let's say they knew everything that was happened there, but they don't have you know they don't have a, a, how to well, say. Courage. They don't have courage to come and talk, understand? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not like that, you know. Singapore, the pro- I, I don't say that's the problem. I mean, like, the Singaporean players, you know, they respect too much, understand? Mm-hmm. They respect too much. That's why, you see, I, I had played for 10 years, a yep. dec- uh, decade there, playing for, for in Singapore. Then, come one player, you know, a foreign player, and you went to Thailand you know, for preseason. We lost the four games. So the players, they didn't get what he, like I say, nobody, we don't understand what he, mm. he asking to do. So, and the players, they knew that, but they don't have, they don't have courage to come and say, coach, you know, I think better we do this, we do that. So when I play for my club, I want to help my club to win. I don't want to help the coach, the coach to win, you understand? Mm. Why? Because if I win, everybody wins, you understand? Everybody wins together. So I don't win the game alone. But when you see the things going wrong, goes wrong, you know, going wrong. So you have to come and say something. That's what happened when I came and say, you know, like that we cannot win nothing. This, you know, the way that we are going out, no way to win something. Nothing. Then the players don't have courage to come and say, and in that year, so uh, like I say, nobody, you know, even one of them came and helped me, you know, like support me, you know, mm. like saying like, oh, what Paris is saying, he's right, he's right, he's saying this, nobody, because they respect too much, you know, something like, oh, if I say something, I also will be the next one to left the club. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. understand what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Oh, if I say something here, so I'll be the one. The next one to, you know, to get the contract finished. And I'm not like that. Was it true that you were banned from talking at the club? Yes. Yes. So what happened? Yeah. The club directors, no, they say Paris. So Berlin, So if you don't have a good combination with the coach, so Berlin, okay. Don't talk to the reporters, you know. 
don't give me any interviews because mm. it's not good, you know. Say, okay, no problem. I'll just stay in my house. I go to swimming pool, swim something, you know, and then no problem. I just want to stay here in my house alone. I don't want to disturb anybody, you know. I came here because they everybody know me in Singapore. I I think I played for 10 years. I got champion six times. Singapore Cup and Leslie. Yep. Six So everybody knows that my way, the way I play, the person that I am. So yep. I, I respect everybody. You know, I every time when I get in the field, I try playing so hard to get my team to win. You understand? And so yep. when when this all these things, you know, start happening with me there with the coach and the players or so they didn't support me, you know. I I felt like, you know, I was fighting alone, understand? Mm. I was fighting alone against every every uh, everybody, I would say. I was fighting alone, you know, against everybody. Versus you know? the world. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's the word. That, that's the right, the, the right word. Yeah, like I was, you know, fighting against the world, you know, alone, you know, say, when I come back to Brazil, no way. Perez, I want just to ask you, I mean, it seems like the, your time in Singapore came to a very bad end, uh, but do you still remember Singapore as a good place? I mean, do you do you have these good memories as well uh, that make you forget the bad memories? Yeah, of course. You know, sometimes when I'm, I dream it with Singapore. It's very real, you know. Sometimes I'm, I'm sleeping, you know. Something like when I wake up, you know, I wake up like what? I'm in Brazil, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's something like I was there. It's, you know, the dream it was very real. Uh, you know why? Because uh, I lived in Singapore, you know. Very, very good things. Very, my life there was very good. As a player, as a person, uh, the friends that I got there, you know. The respect, you know, and is a Singapore for me one of the best places that I I knew that I I met. I don't know how to say because I went to many countries in Europe, but I didn't see anything like Singapore. Even it's not even the the it's the food, you know, the people. For me, it was something like. Uh, I will take with me for the rest of my life. You know? Singapore is something like my second house, not my second, second home. You know, Brazil is the first, and Singapore the second. You said that um, home rental was your home. It was your house. You felt at home there. But then, when this all these things happened with Coach Lee Lim Cheng, did you feel disappointed? Were you sad, or did, were you? How did you feel? I, I felt disappointed only with, you know, I knew that uh, a few players, they could come and support me, you know, mm. and this didn't happen then. But like I say, because they respect, they got the respect, you know, with the board, with the managers, you know. But it's not only about respect, like I say, because I am like that, you know, when, uh, because... I got played there for a long time, you know, for 10 years already. And when I start seeing things that went wrong, I couldn't keep quiet, you know. I, I, I start talking. I start, you know, 
speaking man. So, but I don't, I don't have, I only, like you say, I just felt upset because I, I think in that time, a few players could come and support me, you know, mm. something like Paris. <clears throat> okay, come here, let's make a meeting. And then we talk together with the coach, you know, but they didn't, they didn't do that. You know? um, let's say they went to the other side. They came to them. Yeah. You understand? Uh, they went to the yeah. cold side, you know. And uh, I say, okay, I respect also. I think everyone got your opinion, you understand? Mm. And then I say, okay, no problem. So that's what the thing that I felt like very upset because that time I knew that a few players would come and help me and then mm. support me, like, oh, what he said is, is all right. Because we do like that, we can get anything. So let's do something. I don't want to say that I was right and I want to change the club. I want to make some noise. I just want, I just talked, trying to help. Understand? I think my words. I think the way that I was just trying to help. That was the thing that I felt very upset. But the rest for me, it's okay. All right, Perez. Just no want to ask you. Um, do you still watch the the Singapore League these days? Do you have time to to watch the the, the football here? That's why sometimes I think to to. To get the internet here to to watch the uh, S League, but I didn't get more. I, I don't have any more. The, the, the I, I got the Lions, young Lions. I got here. Sometimes I follow to see how the results. You know, because last time I got the. the, the I don't. I think I, you have to give me the the, the the site to follow the Singaporean football. You know, because I don't have any more the S League. Ah, I tried to worry. get here, but after this get. after this interview, I will send you the link for next season. Yes, yes. If you, uh, I appreciate that. If you give me, you know, you but, send but to do me. you know? Do you know that have... uh, your club is no longer Home United? Do you know that it's now a new club called Lion City Sailors? You know who t- who told me that was Fabio. Fabio, he is here in Brazil on holiday. Ah, so so you just found out? Yeah, I found out last week. <laughs> last week. Wow. Yes. <laughs> It's been two years, yeah. It's been yeah, two years. He, yeah, I don't know. He came here, you know. He said, Perez, you know, I'm here in Brazil. I'm in holiday here. Hopefully, oh, man, nice. So, how's it there? Singapore. About the football there. How's it going? And then he say, you know, man, yeah. Home United is no longer in war. Home United, you know. I say, why? Finish. No, no. And then he say, he told me that someone had bought the club. I don't know, something like that. Yes. Is it true? Yes, correct. So now, uh, the richest man in Singapore owns the club, and it's now called Lion City Sailors. Ah, okay. Mm. I think that's the, the one that I'm following here in Brazil. This ah, club, okay. Lions, Lion City, something like that. Lion yeah. City Sailors. Yes, yes. But I didn't know. But I didn't know. I didn't know. So, but it's good. But now I ask you a question. A question. How is it in Singapore now? The league, the football. How is it? Is it like like last time? Is it like before? Definitely not like like not when you so were, not like when you were playing. Uh, in that time, got very good players. Uh, I heard that got one Brazilian players, a Moresh. Moresh, he's the son of friend of mine here, Moresh. I thought he's going to. I think I don't know. I think you told me that he's going to AL, yeah. You know yeah. the one that I'm talking about, huh? Yeah, he went to Australia. Uh, he has left Singapore to yes, go to Australia. Yes. Yeah, Australia. Yeah, so but, but we do have are... we do have um one of the most uh I know I would say the expensive the most expensive player to play in Singapore, 
uh, who's also a Brazilian. His name is Diego Lopez. Uh, they signed him from the Portuguese league. Uh, if you were still playing here in Singapore, would you be the most expensive player? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. In that time, you know, that's the. I tell you what, that's the difference. That's Singaporean football from Europe, you know, from Europe. Because in Singapore, you know, you gotta live. I don't know now, but in my time, the club they got the limit to play, you know, the players to pay, to sign, you know, like oh, you only can earn here five thousand dollars, or you only six thousand dollars. So now in now in this time now I don't know, but in my time there, that was the big problem, because in Singapore, if in Singapore I mean, if they got like, let's say, open salary, you know, like you can sign the players whatever you want to pay, you pay. That's the way to make a group. I mean, a very strong team. Understand? In in my time, it was very hard. Let's say if you come here to Brazil to sign. Uh, a professional players from first league, first division, like Atlético, Flamengo. So how to pay? You understand what I mean? How to pay? It's very expensive. You understand? And now I don't know because he said that he's very rich man, you know, the one that bought the club. So I don't know if the league there now they allowed to pay. I don't know the salary uh, about how much the salary now for the professional players in Singapore. But in my time it was very low. You understand? Very low. Yeah, Now, I, I don't, I don't think I don't think much has changed for <laughs> the other clubs in Singapore. But the sailors, the Lions, the sailors, are uh, they operate on a very different level. They they can pay whatever they want. See, in my time they couldn't play. They couldn't pay. So now, so I mean, it's very easy for them to make a very strong team. Understand what I mean? Because they yeah. got money. Yeah. Yeah. They can sign it whatever any player that they want to sign. And the salary uh, won't be the problem. So, and you tell me one club like that, end of the season, if they don't get champion, so man, so what to do? You understand me? Good news you for you. They were champions last then, season. End of the season, no, 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 no champion. So, no way. One, this club must must have to be champion at end of the season. Singapore Cup, S League, even AFC Cup, no. Yeah, must have because if football, you know, football works with money. It's no, it's not only football. But you know, if you want a results, if you want a results, you have to get a good players, and you have to pay for it. Understand? So, I hope this team, of course, he will be the champion of the year. No way. Because <laughs> they they won the league last money. season. Yeah, they won the league last season. And they're going to play the Asian Champions League this you coming see? season. And Singapore Cup, who was the champion last year? No Singapore Cup because of COVID. Ah, uh, didn't have. Ah, mm. uh, okay, okay, okay. Before we we let you go, uh, we have five questions that uh we want you to answer very quickly. Uh, I'll start off okay. with the questions first and foremost. Who is the best player that you played with while you were in Singapore? Suchi. Why? Why Suchi? Why was he the best? You know, because he's very fast player, very intelligent, very skillful, and his position. You know, I think he was a left, left wing, yep. attacking player. He was for me one of the best player in his position. You know. Okay, what about the best Singaporean player you've played with? Indra Shadondal. <laughs> I I knew you will answer that. Huh? <laughs> uh, second question <laughs> from me. 
Uh, who is the best team that you played against while you were in Singapore? Sofsa. That's uh, SAF? SAF. SAF. Yeah. Do you remember any SAF. of those players that made it very tough for you, the toughest opponent you had? Daniel Bennett. Do you know that do you know that Daniel <laughs> Bennett is still playing? I I don't believe, man. He's playing. Yes. Daniel Bennett but is still very, playing. But he's very strong, you know. I think he take care of himself, himself and he, you know, very healthy. I am still playing. I still playing so easy, man. <laughs> All right. Third question, best moment of your career. Getting top score in 2003. Question number four. One regret of your career. Left Singapore the way that I left there. What would you have done differently? I was thinking, you know, something like, what? Oh, the day that I, I leave Singapore, I want, to, I want to leave something like, you know, enjoying, you know, Something like you know, make one very big party, you know, and mm. thanks all my friends, you know, all together, the soccer players. So and that didn't happen, you know. I I left Singapore like a fish chief, you know, like <laughs> like you know, I'd say like I I don't know. I got no words to say, no words to say the way that I left Singapore. So in my mind, I was thinking. Totally different way to live Singapore. You understand what I mean? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's my to see you back in Singapore. Perez, usually the last together. question that I will ask uh, people is, I will ask people on the show what is their wish for Singapore football. But for you, I want to ask a different question. Right now, okay. I'm giving you a chance to to speak to your former teammates, your fans. Give a message to Singapore football fans. Uh, that you couldn't do so back then, speak to the Singapore football fans now and your former teammates. I would like to say, you know, one of the best moments that I got playing football was that in Singapore. Enjoying the fans, you know, my teammates. Uh, sometimes I remember after the games, leaving the club, you know, when I was going to my house or going to some off shop to eat something. We you know the way that the fans came to me, talking to me, and, and appreciating the way that I, I had played there. So the only thing that I had to say, I want to thank everybody there, my teammates, my club managers, you know, that I had in the past. And I enjoyed a lot work with them. And, and the la- let's say the, the last phrase, uh, one day I'll be there again, no way. And hopefully I want to see you all there and enjoy. Even if I go for holiday, no problem. But one, one day I want to be there just to stop dreaming, you know. <laughs> to stop <laughs> dreaming that I'm in Singapore. But I appreciate so much. And I wish that the football in Singapore improve every year, year by year, you know, to get better. So I want to, I hope one day, even when I get 18 years old or 90, seeing Singapore play, you know, the World Cup, this is the, will be a dream, you know. I know, I, I know that for the Singaporean people, supports, you know, it's a big dream seeing Singapore play 
uh, the World Cup. I know it's very hard, but I know Singapore got conditions, you know, got money to make every year uh, a better league, you know, and give a best best conditions to the players, you know, to get a very strong national team you know, to try to get that in the World Cup. And I wish you and everybody, all the Singaporeans, all the best. And and say that, like I say, Singaporean to me is my second house. And I love too much being there. All right, Perez, uh, thank you so much for taking your time to speak to us. Uh, it feels so good to speak to you. I mean, simply because I can see the passion, I can see the love that you have for Singapore football mm. and Singapore as yeah. a country. Uh, thank you so much for taking your time and we do miss you and I hope to see you in Singapore in person uh, very, very yeah, soon. Okay, I will. You will. Maybe we can have you there. We can have thank you very much. Tetare, yeah. Tetare, hoti prata. Tom yum soup. Tom yum. I love it, man. See you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Nice talking to you, man. Thank yeah, you very care. much. Bye.